0: guys and welcome to the podcast it's josh your favorite spiritual best friend ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving we are going to talk about birth charts the moon how they're connected and why mercury and retrograde simply just sucks for everyone and boy does it suck We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So, pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome your spiritual best friend, a mental health, astrology, and all that fun stuff podcast. I am your host, Josh Sanchez, and I'm here with my friend, Kina. Kina, what's going on? How are you feeling?
1: I'm okay. Um, I'm definitely feeling good right now. It's been a very busy week of working, but today I called off of work, um, (laughs) as I like to do. (laughs) And I was able to relax and spend some time alone.
0: Hey, man, there's there's no better feeling than taking care of yourself. That's one thing I will say. And just like I have everyone come on, I just wanted to say for you particularly, that before we get into like our podcast and stuff, Kina, I got to give a big shout out to Kina because she really got me into like the whole astrology stuff. I remember our, one of our first couple conversations when I just started dating her friend, Amala and she was talking about astrology and I was, I was listening to it. And I was like, I know that I'm a tourist, but like I didn't know that much like it, it I didn't know that much about it. And then Keenan ends up telling me about like the moon sign and everything and Mercury <laughs> and Venus. And then I just Google it and I'm probably up to like five in the morning that night, just like research. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this, 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 this. But I was too prideful to tell you. So I just wanted to wait for this opportunity to say that I appreciate you getting me into this. Um, and I will say I have grown a lot because of that. So I just wanted to give you a shout out for that and just, just to let you know.
1: That's very nice. I appreciate you telling me. <laughs> I know. Cause I, I peeped it because when we had all first started talking about it, um, slowly you started just knowing more and more and more so when we would all talk about it i was like oh he's spitting facts like he knows he knows like his friends but you did your whole friend group you were yep. like he's a sag mars like he's a capricorn moon i'm like yeah you're right he is and you would be describing it and i'm like damn like, <laughs> I'm like he's been studying but yeah it's definitely helped me um become more introspective because i remember very distinctly when i discovered birth charts um because i find it fascinating because astrology is actually so complex and a lot of people think that astrology is just your sun sign and there's definitely a lot of controversy among like stro- sun astrology because people will be like astrology is so stupid like how is a personality entirely determined by what your sun sign is? And I'm always like, well, it's not entirely determined by your sun sign. And anyone who's really knowledgeable mm-hmm. in astrology will tell you that because there's an entire chart. And even within the chart, there's houses and there's all these aspects um, and interactions going on between the planets at the time of your birth that really dictate who you are and what you like and even certain fears you have, Um different preferences you have. So it's helped me really understand the people in my life better.
0: Wow. And I I will say that is a spot on answer. And, And I completely I completely agree with you. Like ever since I have taken that step and taken your advice and taken some things that you taught me, I've really realized a lot of qualities in the people that are around me because of astrology. Um, and I will say like, you learn a lot about family members. You learn a lot about friends. Like, Hey, like this is how they communicate. I see why we bump heads sometimes. right? Cause like, for example, I know my friend Tyler, like he has a Sag Mercury and I have a Taurus Mercury. So I can see where those bang heads. Cause Tauruses are (laughs) stubborn. Sag, they're very blunt and honest people. Tauruses really, we take our time to get to the point. It's (laughs) like, come on, dude, like get to the point. Right. So yeah. So as I'm hearing you describe that answer, I will just say like yeah, just relate. So when it comes to this podcast, so we're going to talk a little bit about a little bit about everything when it comes to you as well. So we'll talk about work, relationships, advice, passions. So my first question for you is, what do you want to get started with? Like, what are you feeling? Do you feel like talking about work? Do you feel like getting into relationships right away? Like, what are you feeling?
1: Um, Work is definitely work. I do have a very interesting job. I work with children, which may seem Um, Excruciatingly painful to most people And it is at points But I really love children Um, It's definitely Been very stressful So I would say That we start off I would actually like to start off talking about Some astrology
0: Okay, okay Um,
1: I guess what we've been talking about um, Because it's something I like to Talk about And I think it's a very fun subject and therapeutic in a way.
0: Okay, I got you. So I also, obviously I know that this is Scorpio season it and is. you are a Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So whatever part of the chart that you feel comfortable sharing the most, we can get started with that. Like out of all your placements, your sun, your moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, like which one really interests you the most?
1: Um, I think my Scorpio placements are... um. <laughs> Very interesting to say the least. It's definitely been interesting reading about it. I'm really into the mythology and symbols behind astrology. I'm really into South Asian astrology um, and mythology. And I really like studying the elements and what they represent because Scorpio is a water sign. So just the element of water carries so much um intuition and kind of going deeper into knowledge and emotions um and also the psychic realm as well as well like the dream realm I think that's pretty fascinating I would say my Scorpio placements are are interesting to me because Scorpio is ruled by Pluto and co-rules Mars but it's A very transformative sign but it's also a fixed sign so the fixed signs are scorpio leo aquarius and taurus so right (laughs) taurus and um very stubborn um fixed signs are very stubborn they don't budge um but scorpios are in constant flux and transformations because it's associated with pluto so scorpios and people with heavy scorpio placements often go through very intense periods of birth and spiritual death and rebirth and transformation. So you kind of always feel like there's segments of your life where you're a completely different person. Like the person I was a month ago feels so distant to me, but at the very core of who I am, I have that very fixed and stagnant foundation of who I am that's dictated by the people I love and the people who have loved me through everything. So yeah, I think the depth of the sign is, uh, is fascinating. Um, I'm a cancer moon which is not that interesting it's just entirely emotional it may be interesting to some <laughs> no, that's definitely um, interesting
0: I wouldn't I wouldn't diminish cancers I right mean. they're
1: they're they're a little annoying but their cancers are a little annoying a little victim complex there but the Sage mercury lightens up my chart so that dynamic is is cool and I I also think it's cool that Scorpio and Tauruses are sister signs because I have a lot of Tauruses in my life as you know
0: yeah and and i completely agree with you i have a lot of speaking of sister signs i have a lot of scorpio friends as well so it's just crazy how the sister signs and it works and you got mm-hmm. like i might be an earth sign you might be a water sign but like there's just a lot of just similarities when it comes to that and i as i was hearing your answer i, I just want i was just thinking like and i really think a good point that can really drive like your point home is like Reflect always reflecting on yourself as well. So like I know you mentioned like you've grown so much from even like a month ago. Um, time flies mm-hmm. and time may go slow when you think about it. But if you don't really think about it, time constantly is just flying. Mm-hmm. And like seeing yourself grow from like even just a month ago or even a couple of weeks ago to the person that you are becoming is definitely something that I was just really like intrigued by as I was hearing your answer. Just a lot of like growth and and stuff like that. And this leads me right to my next question. So I know you mentioned a lot about like spirituality and astrology and stuff. Where do you think you have seen yourself grow in that way? Let's just say like a year ago or even a couple years ago.
1: I would say my ability to return back to myself is very advanced for my age um because i think a lot of people in their early 20s do not know who they are which is very normal there is nothing wrong with that there's a part of me who isn't sure of who i am because i don't know the part of myself that is 10 years older you know i i I don't know what interests i will like in five years but i think a lot of people in their early 20s are not sure of their identity and they struggle with who are my friends who can i trust and um they don't know how to spend time alone with themselves and I used to really struggle with that I would really struggle with sitting by myself and with myself because I would have a lot of anxiety whenever I was just in my room alone and I would get in my head and start thinking about all these possibilities of really failure in my life and with spirituality that was how I really got to know myself and as you know I have an ancestor altar And it's very common in Indonesia, and I'm Sufi, and so we like to make offerings to ancestors and say prayers to them. And it's very different from how um, kind of traditionally religious people worship God. It's kind of like a capital G God in a sense. It's not like that. I believe in so many different spirits and... um, grew up with that reality it, it wasn't a belief it was just my reality it was how I saw the world so being able to know myself through my ancestors and understanding what makes me who I am what foods do I like like what makes me happy what things I find really beautiful what music I really enjoy the things that move me the art that moves me and things people say that really impact me um getting in touch with that through meditation and spirituality so when something drastic happens in my life something that would be considered horrible <laughs> i'm <laughs> i feel like i'm able to bounce back very quickly like i took just if i take one day off even after a period of weeks where i'm really struggling i feel like i'm able to really return back to myself and then the next day i'm like you know what okay, I know who I am again, and, and I'm a very aware of who I am, and that's something that I'm really proud of.
0: Yeah, and, and you should be very proud of um, because you've, I, I study psychology a lot, and I'm um, pursuing right. my master's, and, and, and I know. <laughs>
1: Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I,
0: I appreciate <laughs> that's that. That's a big deal. <laughs> but yeah, so what, when it comes to your answer, there's a lot of things that I can really like decipher from when it comes to your answer. Um, One of the terms that I've learned a lot is resiliency. And it's the ability to bounce back and overcome a very like traumatic situation. Right. And like you said, like, for you, it's just taking a couple days, something traumatic really happens, you take a couple days, you you catch back in with yourself, Mm -hmm. you mentally take care of yourself. So in that way, you're able to bounce back and mm-hmm. still continue to grow. Right. What I'm what I'm going to say to you is that is a very hard and difficult thing for people to do, mm-hmm. because sometimes a lot of just traumatic stuff happen and like people don't bounce back from that. Right. Like people like that really just affects them to the point where like it breaks themselves so much mm-hmm. and they don't know how to fix. They don't know how to like take care of themselves. Yeah. So like you mentioned a lot of like self-care, you mentioned a lot of like meditation, you mentioned a lot of just like feeding your ancestors, doing things that make you feel, make your soul feel cleansed, Mm -hmm. feel good.
1: Yeah, that's a fantastic way to put it.
0: So I will say that was a spot on answer and this leads me right to my next topic. So when it comes to self-care, I know you mentioned a little bit about meditation and stuff. What are some other things that you like to really do like alone to really just help just reset your mind?
1: I like to take care of the things around me. Um, I like to take care of people a lot because I love them. But I, I by that, I mean, I like to take care of my things. I think taking care of your space is really important. I've a very intentional person. And I've intentionally made my space in my room a very beautiful and relaxing place. It's filled with Plants and the plants are all healthy and they're in the perfect position and the position is based on how much light and humidity they get so certain plants I always research how much light do they need part sun or part shade or shade completely (laughs) I put them in very specific locations and adjust them based on how the plant is reacting to it and I spray them and every day I dust you know I wipe the dust off their leaves very um, small things that make me happy I think that is when I learned to care for other things, I also learned how to care for myself because plants are very simple. They just need some water and sun. And I think that's the basis of all human happiness. Um, <laughs> and I, I like I like candles and things that make me feel very comfortable, beautiful. Things to look at, art, music, very pleasing sounds. And I, I like listening to music with a lot of strings and instruments and layers. Um, poetry definitely is a huge thing and namala has really helped me with that too because we often talk about poetry and that's how we met was poetry class so those things have contributed to a better mental health state for sure and you also pointed out something that i thought was interesting backtracking to what you said about resilience um I think people find it very difficult to bounce back from situations because they're not sure how to move forward. And I think it's important that you can be down, but don't stay down. Um, And that's something I'm also learning just as a human being, how to not really stay in my feelings. Um, But a lot of people go through traumatic situations and it, it breaks them to the point where they are very unhealed and they're chronically unhealed. So They spend their whole lifetime finding and latching onto these emotional crutches, whether it's working or or school or money, things that don't fulfill your soul, but only kind of scratch the itch until the itch resurfaces and then they find something else. But beneath all of that is like this very deep wound. So a lot of you have so many adults who have been traumatized, who have these voids in their heart and because they're not filling their souls and they don't really know how to and oftentimes those are the people who do think they are healed from those traumatic events
0: yeah i agree and and pretty much drop mic moment right there that was just (laughs) another just like spot on answer and i completely agree with you that's why i think so many people like if money was all happiness is just an example like all the rich people would be happy. But if you actually really think about it, like there's so many rich people that are just miserable.
1: Vile. <laughs> yeah, and
0: vile and just gross people. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I know this saying, like, I know for, like, myself, and there's definitely, like, a life motto that I think a lot of people should really consider is just, like, it doesn't matter about, like, how big your house is. doesn't matter about how much money you have. Like Like you said, like, that wound is still there. Right, And unless you take time to, like, really, like, cleanse your wound, you're not really going to grow from there. Mm-hmm. And this leads me right to my next question. So, like, when it comes to, like, healing that wound, what's some advice that you would give to somebody? Let's say someone that is just trying to figure out, like, how to, like, overcome that or really just struggling. Like, what's some advice that you would give to them?
1: Um, Getting rid of the I have to do everything myself complex. Um many people who have been through traumatic situations um develop this hyper independent personality and it is a trauma response because they've had to do everything themselves they've had to get back up and take as many punches as possible and be the one to fix it they often are the people who have to parent their parents and fix the people around them and meanwhile they're being really beaten down by life and their environment so, they have this complex of, I don't need help, and I don't really believe in all this. Um, I don't want to be too emotional. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't trust. They're distrusting in any sources of potential help. And I did struggle with that. And I'm fortunate to where I've had the resources to have so much outside help that is a privilege and that's something that I do want to acknowledge that it is a privilege to be able to have outside resources whether it's um, medically or spiritually or having friends that really love you for who you are friends that you can confide in all of that is a privilege but in the basis of all of that is me being able to be like okay I really need help what do I do? Who am I going to turn to? Because I, I can't do it alone. I can't. I'm one person. This is really, this is some really heavy shit. And so I think my greatest advice to people is being able to admit that you're hurting on the inside and no, it doesn't make you weaker. It doesn't make you any less of a person to admit that, but you need to utilize the people around you. um, you need to utilize who you do have. Even if you have one person, open up to that person and let them know that you're working towards a plan to get better and try to find resources outside of your inner friend group um, because it will really teach you how to alleviate some of that baggage.
0: Yeah, and, and I completely agree. That's another another spot on answer, I must say. Like, <laughs> I mean... I mean, all you do is speak is all you do is speak is facts. So (laughs) I just just have to drop that on there. But yeah, I mean, like you said, like getting that outside resource help. Um, And honestly, another thing that I really took away from your answer was the importance of having like one person be like that caretaker, because you can't do everything by yourself. Like there's it's just it's just impossible like you can't take on all your trauma, mm-hmm. all your outside resort all the outside factors that are going on, and also which even with yourself internal. Like you got to be able to talk to people. You got to be able to like find like that one person where you can go to, where mm-hmm. you can like really just hit that reset button. You know, because everybody needs that, mm-hmm. and go into therapy. I recommend everybody go to therapy. And I, and I know I might be, I might have some personal bias because I am a psychology major <laughs> and I've strived, want to be a future mental health counselor one day, but
1: you will be, you will
0: be. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But, but yeah, like what I'm saying is just like, go like, uh, just from like personal experience, like I went like a couple years ago and I will say like I've still talked to my guy he's great like we talk we meet every once every couple weeks and it's just great it's it's a it's a good moment to just really just like take a step back breathe and just like reflect like hey like what is everything what's everything that's going on Mm -hmm. because when you're constantly you're working you're at school whether you are like podcast and do whatever like Mm -hmm. you kind of you don't really realize everything that's happening Mm -hmm. like something traumatic might have happened like a week ago and you still have not processed it like I know I know for myself like there's been a lot of traumatic stuff happening
1: absolutely where
0: I don't even process it. And then like a week later when I'm meeting my therapist, I'm like, holy crap, like that really just happened. Yeah,
1: that was fucked up. Like, yeah, that was 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 really fucked up. Like I (laughs) could, like,
0: what? So (laughs) I, I will say again, just finding like that important caretaker, like you said, Kina, just like finding that one person that you can really go to, talk and just voice out like your frustrations voice out like how you feel and just help process yourself Um, whether that is a professional whether that is like a friend or I always recommend professional because there is some bias when it comes to friends I
1: I agree friends (laughs) sometimes friends and I'm sometimes guilty of this too like you know you there are some there are certain decisions some of my friends make and depending on you know how I'm feeling that day. I may hype them up when I shouldn't. You know, you may you may guess a friend when they just need someone to be like, bitch, that was stupid. Yeah. That was a very dumb decision. Sips tea. Right, right. Exactly. Like I should not have minded my business there. I should have intervened because it was a very stupid decision. But um, I agree with you. I also think, you know, Sometimes friends don't have the credentials to help you with what you're dealing with. People who struggle with very severe depression, it's so important that they're able to have someone in their personal circle where they can trust and be like, hey, I'm feeling really depressed. I feel insecure. I, my self-esteem is low and I'm afraid of all these things, but at the end of the day, they need to work towards, okay, but there is someone out there who has a degree And they they went to school. They got their masters to help people just like me. And this friend has their own stuff. And at the end of the day, they are a 20-something-year-old. And they are not qualified to deal with some heavy, heavy shit when it comes to treating it, right? They're Mm -hmm. qualified to listen. It is a responsibility of someone to listen and to show up for you. But in order to treat it to really heal you, that's something that just any ordinary friend is not going to be able to do. And I think... And one, I want to say that you should be proud of yourself for going to therapy. And that's a really big deal. That's that's a really big deal. And I think you should acknowledge that and take the time to appreciate yourself for that. Because I think a lot of men would never admit what you just said and could not relate to you in that way they could never they could never relate because they are afraid to talk about their emotions with their own mother <laughs> so how could they even talk about their emotions with a random stranger so going to therapy especially as a man because men are conditioned unfortunately to repress so much and to hold on to so much and it comes out often in the form of anger and random bursts of mood swings that they they are like therapy like why would i need that i don't i don't need therapy so congratulations to you and and that's that's awesome it's very refreshing to hear
0: (laughs) well thank you for saying that i also want to say for you as well i'm also happy for you as well that you are in therapy as well because it does take a lot like it, it take that first big step where you acknowledge like hey like I need to talk to somebody like I need help. Like that is such a huge first step that I really think gets minimized a lot when it when it when it comes to that, because I know in a lot of like minority cultures, Facts. like it's just like you just did the bare minimum.
1: Right. Like right. I, I I probably heard that <laughs> saying
0: at least like
1: so many times, so many
0: times. Like, you, you said, like, I like you. Like, right, that's just a bare right. minimum. Wait, like, what do you
1: want, a, a, like, a reward? I yeah. heard that. What do you want? Do you <laughs> want a trophy? You want a trophy? Am I supposed to be impressed? All those, the the, the remixes of the same thing?
0: Definitely, <laughs> yeah. So. so, yeah, and just listening to I'm just remembering just so many memories. But we can go on and on I when, know. It, when, it, it, when it comes to that. It's
1: problematic, though. And, and I was talking to a co-worker about this because he had said something kind of problematic and he was like, well, that's just like, you know, how I was raised. And I was like, I get that because same. But the thing is, um, a lot of minority communities are so um, fucked up on the inside due to so many systemic factors, you know, like years of oppression, um, being economically disadvantaged, being screwed over by the school system, the medical the, the medical system. They, you know, rightfully so have so much trauma that they don't have the privilege of dealing with but in order to advance at least a little bit we have to hold each other accountable for the times that we are not validating to ourselves and other people because you know it's very normal for you know you have a mom you have a dad they're they're working all the time or you're working all the time you don't have time for emotions that, that doesn't exist you don't sit there and talk about your problems because there's money to make and there's food <laughs> to put on the table and you there's shit to do so you don't sit there and talk about your emotions and you don't cry about it because at least you have food you know at least what do you have to complain about it's that mindset but that mindset is a problem i personally would never want to raise a kid And if my kid is really hurting and comes to me, I would never I could never look them in the face and be like, well, what do you have to complain about? That's never something I want to pass on to a child. But you have generations of families who are passing that on to their children and their children grow up to be that emotionally repressed, broken inner child, and they don't know how to deal with emotions. So they have broken relationships. They're not able to love people in a healthy way, in a consistent way, because and because they're raised in a culture that is beautiful, but a culture that is not only disadvantaged, but, you know, has these very problematic viewpoints um, as a result of it.
0: Yeah, and it's just like this endless cycle. Mm-hmm. Like as I'm hearing your answer, I'm just like, one thing leads to another. Just like this huge snowball effect. Right. And it's just leading. And eventually that snowball is just gonna grow big enough and then crash. Mm-hmm. And that's when emotional outburst and all that stuff happens, which is
1: right insane. Yeah.
0: Um But yeah, so I will say, Keena, so far I've really enjoyed our conversation. We've really dig dug deep into like astrology, spirituality, and all that fun stuff. Let's talk a little bit about relationships a little bit because i know i know that i usually have people come on and stuff like that so my my first question when it comes to relationships is like when it comes to finding like that ideal partner because i know you mentioned like relationships are broken and and i know know that was like the ending of your last answer um
1: (laughs) right right right. what are some
0: qualities that you do like in a relationship
1: (laughs) um i (laughs) the tone like (laughs) is there anything (laughs) but um personally I I used to be a person that was very drawn to chaos because I was so used to it I grew up in an environment that was so inconsistent and toxic and with um A parent that I was constantly trying to please because she was always, nothing was ever good enough for her. So my model of love was if I try hard enough, if I get as close to perfect as possible, will you love me? Will you finally love me? Will you finally show me the love that I know very deep down I deserve? So my relationships tended to mimic that same pattern I had with my own mother, which is very common for a lot of people. They tend to have relationships that mimic a certain complex they have with their parents and um so after going through so many cycles of this you get to a point where you just feel so tired and that it you realize this is not what i want i am drawn to this because i'm conditioned to believe this is it but i don't want this this is not what i like and that's something I learned actually in therapy. He was like, do you even like this? Do you like this person? Do you like this relationship? Years ago, I heard my therapist say that you're constantly asking yourself, does this person like me? Do you like them? Because it doesn't sound like you <laughs> like them. I heard that back in 2018 and it really changed my my whole shit up. And so something I definitely like is someone who's consistent. Um, stability is really important to me really knowing that i can trust a person no matter what the day no matter what terms we're on if we get into a stupid argument um if we're up if we're down uh, individually or even together um will you still show up for me can i rely on you like if if something happens you know can i call you up and and without any fear right can i call you up and just be like yo <laughs> i need help with this or hey can i get your opinion on this or this shit just happened at work oh you wouldn't believe what just happened today Having someone that you can really go back to, go home to, whether emotionally or actually physically, is is important to me. It makes me feel safe, and, and I think everyone deserves that um, person. Um, so consistency and definitely a sense of humor. I have a, a bit of a dark sense of humor, as, as, <laughs> as you know, it's... it's It's very uh, monitored, right? It's being monitored right now. Oh, I know. It's it's very, right, right, right. right. Like this fake, this fake how online. No, but like it's, it's, it's being surveillanced. But um, I have a very dark sense of humor. Um, So being able to share that with someone um, not taking things seriously because you know this i don't take anything seriously namala knows is we all hang out we <laughs> hang out all the time we crack jokes about shit that most people would be like yo what is wrong with yeah, know yeah, no, if you
0: actually like had like a recorder
1: right a fly on the wall yeah like a
0: fly on the wall just <laughs> listening to our conversations people are just looking at like yo like what the heck?
1: what is wrong with them but that's just you know that's how 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 else do you get through some things right so yeah, being able to laugh with someone and share beauty with someone sharing art with them. I'm a very artistic person. So I love conversation like I love a good conversation. I could never ever kind of um, stay with someone who I couldn't have just like a deep conversation with at any point of the day really like let's talk about this. Let's talk about that. Like my mind is constantly running on a hamster wheel and um, And so I need someone who kind of is on that wave of like, oh, yeah, let me hear your thoughts. And then they bounce back off of it. Like not someone who just like absorbs it, but someone who like bounces back and feeds off it. Yeah. yeah, What about you?
0: Uh, Okay, so you're interviewing (laughs) the podcast. I would I would say for me when it comes to relationships, I definitely can relate to that as well. Um, I like someone that is definitely dependable. Um, I'm more of a of a action person than words. I'm very big on action because for me, I'm I'm a very observant personality. So like I try and understand people's intentions. So like, hey, like, for example, let's say like if I go to Namal's dad's house, like I'm not only thinking about Namal, I'm also thinking about her father. Like, hey, like, if I was uh my like if my daughter had her boyfriend right. and he comes over, like, what are some things that I'm going to avoid, so that way he does not get pissed off. Like, that's just how my mind is. So I'm very big on people that do actions. Mm -hmm. So, like, because, like, you can say a lot of, like, nice things, Mm -hmm. like, I love you and all that stuff. And that's definitely deep-rooted in trauma as well, from family trauma when it comes to, like, my own personal trauma. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm very big on actions, so, like, inviting me to go out to dinner. Like, making plans is, like, a huge thing for me. Like, if you make a plan... (coughs) I'm like, all right, sign me up. I know there's this meme. Yeah,
1: absolutely. No, literally, sign (laughs) me
0: up. Yeah, there's this meme. (laughs) Uh, It's a funny meme. I have it in my head. It's a picture of this couple, right? And the guy is... On top of the girl, like hugging the girl, and the girl standing there, like the dude. Like when someone makes plans, like that's me. Like right, I, right. I instantly, like, oh, we're making plans. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let me, uh, let me, uh, let me stop let sweating. Me get, let me get
1: dressed. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. at your door. I'm literally. Yeah. All here. I have to do is
0: just dress and right. show up. Oh, this is great. But yeah, so like making plans, it doesn't have to be big things. Just like small things, and I'm realizing this more that when I have gone to therapy. Um, like let's go take a walk in the park. Let's. Yes. Let's journal together. Let's uh, let's go get a cup of coffee, like just little stuff like that, where it's just like, yeah, like, okay. now I'm seeing you actually put in the effort like that's mm-hmm. just how i've been big on and honestly yes. i read my chart and it said that you're very big on actions like you're like word food. yeah yeah <laughs> like it's it's the double earth with yeah, that earth too. signs
1: are very like gr- like material mm-hmm. action oriented like the physical is so important to them
0: yeah so so those are definitely things that i'm really attracted towards i also like i'm also attracted to people that are like just like i would say like, go-getters, very mature people. Mm-hmm. Like, I really can't... Like you said, like, I really like to talk to people that really have a deep... Like, I want to have a deep conversation with. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear your opinion. Like, let's... If we have different opinions, like, let's debate about those opinions. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't... I don't like people that are just like, yeah, okay. Like, I hate that. Like, I know deep down that you are thinking something right now. It makes me want to so, slap
1: them. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So, like,
0: <laughs> probably a little bit. Right. but I'll But, like, it's just... Yeah, it's just like... <laughs> It's like damn like I know you don't agree with me. I can tell because mm-hmm. of your tone. You're being passive aggressive.
1: Oh. Yeah, there's Yeah. <laughs> like fix your face and your tone and tell me how you feel. Like say yep. it with your chest.
0: Yeah, so so those are to answer your question. Those are some things that in a relationship I've I've really been like drawn towards and yeah. So
1: I found it interesting what you said about actions and, and the point about thoughtfulness when you're going over to Namala's, uh dad's house. You're not only thinking about her, but what her dad is feeling because you're in the space, you're in the home of another person. And I think that's so big because a lot of people do not go there in their thoughts. So many people and I, I've learned this over the years and it has been disappointing every time when I figure out someone is just not thoughtful. Um, so many people are unthoughtful. They really do not and are unable to think past themselves and maybe their immediate circle, but they don't go those extra steps. You feel me? Like what you're Mm -hmm. saying, you walk into a space and you're thinking, you know, like, if X happened, like, then what would happen after? Like the cause and effect, how would this affect the people around me and why would it affect them? And people don't ask those deeper questions because they get really wrapped up in themselves. And that's definitely a turnoff for me, like lack of thoughtfulness, and the action, I completely agree with you, like making plans, um, journaling together what you said. I love getting coffee with my friends. I love it so much. Like anytime a friend is in town, let's get coffee. I mm-hmm. swear um, it's I've had coffee with Namala before and I love it. We go to brew um, <laughs> and I've had, you know, I always get coffee with some of my closest friends and that's when I have the best conversations like what's well, good what's Mm -hmm. up? And it's like the morning or like an early afternoon and the breeze is nice and the Mm -hmm. mood is right. (laughs) And, um, but yeah, someone who, because someone making a plan with you is them showing you, I want to see you and I'm serious. I don't play about you. Like I'm, I want to see you. I have plans to see you. I'm, I, I know exactly what you like. So now all you have to do is go with me. Like someone who really knows you to the point where it's like, I know you like this. I already I already know we're going out to eat here because you like this type of food and we're going to go. Mm-hmm. And because um, I want you to be here with me. I love that. The opposite of that is just a total fluke.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fluke. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like it's just, and I definitely think a lot of it is just the trauma that like I've experienced. But like, I just don't, I just don't see how like, it's just, it's just, in my mind, it's just like a simple equation. It's like, if you make plans, like that's you saying like, yeah, I want to see you more. Whereas exactly. like, if you don't make plans, it's like, like what? Like, what do you mean you don't want to make plans? Like right. a couple of coffees only just like 30 minutes out of your day. I swear if
1: that. it is. And, and people don't get that. I start to get irritated and I don't even care. I'm unapologetic for it at this point. Like if I'm telling you this is the type of person I am, I like people who take initiative, I need actions, because I used to be big on words, I used to be like, yeah, tell me all the nice things, like, I need it, because I felt really insecure in myself for so long that I needed that, like, verbal validation of, like, and I still love that, I think words are really important, and of course, I'm a poet, and I, I really like music, so words are important to me, but if that is not paired with some sort of initiative for you to see me, for you to talk to me, it means nothing to me at this point, point. and you're right, like, it takes... 30 minutes, an hour, even an hour out of your day, like at, at least some point in your week is not a lot of time. Because we we all spend an hour somewhere in the week fucking around on Instagram, <laughs> scrolling. Like I, I look at these dumb posts on Instagram, like so, stupid stuff. Twitter, whatever it is, like wasting time. I'll just like flop around in bed all day, just like rolling around like Same here. aimlessly, really. And but that's an hour that you could really be like, okay, hey, I want to see you. Let's get coffee. Let's get tea. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I, I got you. Yeah, and, and and it's just like little stuff like that. Like, that's just the thing, and I've really realized that a lot over the over the past couple of years is just like just doing small things like that really just, it ends up setting, like, your day right. It's, it's just, like, a lot. Like, I, I end up feeling like me and the mom have, have gone to get coffee a couple of times now, and after those days, like, I felt just like 10 times better about the day. Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm ready to do more now. I've sat down, had a great conversation. My soul feels a lot better. Mm -hmm. Like now I'm ready to, I'm ready to knock out the day. Um, But this leads me right to my next question. So I know we talked a lot about like things that we like in a relationship. What's some like advice that you would give to someone that's in a relationship or even in like a toxic relationship? Like what's something, what's some advice that you would give to them?
1: (laughs) Um... That's a very interesting question, Josh.
0: <laughs> what? Hey, um, it's just advice. Right. It's,
1: um, <laughs> I would say um, do not be afraid to ask for what you need. Don't apologize for what you need. I am the type where I will let somebody make me feel bad if I ask for what I need. Do not put off difficult conversations. It's very telling about somebody if they don't want to, you know, deal with the the deep the deep shit, because at the end of the day in a relationship, you're going to get to a point in life where shit is hard. Your relationship is in, in more of a strain just due to maybe environmental factors um, and you need to talk about it. And my advice is when you have something on your mind, you you got to say it. A lot of people don't. And then that builds resentment. Like, you ever have a conversation with someone where you think you're good, you would never expect it, then all of a sudden you have a conversation, and they bring up some, the, some shit that you're like, whoa, <laughs> I, n- I could have never guessed that you even still cared about that. I didn't know that I annoyed you, or I didn't know that this annoyed you, I didn't know that this upset you. Like, what? Like, you could have said something, you could have said that you felt some type of way, or, you know, shit changed. Um... And I, to me, I don't get that because I'm this type of person. I'm a Sag Mercury, so I'm very direct, very blunt. Like if I <laughs> feel something, if you piss me off or if something upsets me, I want to talk about it because if I don't talk about it, I'm going to resent you. I'm really going to resent you and it's not going to be pretty. I'm going to harbor so much negative energy towards you that it's just going to be unhealthy and you're going to feel it and I'm going to feel it and no one's happy. <laughs> and so being able to say... Hey, this wasn't cool. This was not, I didn't like this. Or can you do this better? And I think that is my greatest advice because the person's reaction is what tells you everything. It tells you everything you need to know. If you tell someone, I really, you know, feel good when you do this, could you do more of this? And, you know, you're met with excuses or like any sort of reason why they can't do that Um, or (laughs) why any instead of being like yeah like what 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 different ways do you need to feel loved like how do you feel loved how did I love you this week how did I love you this month that made you feel special and how you know let's do more of that if they're meeting it with like well you know the reason I don't do that is or like the obstacles are because it's so it's meeting a person's like needs with negativity and I don't like that like if someone I love is like hey I'd like to do more of this. This makes me really happy when you do this. Like I'm like hype about it. I'm like, okay, thank you for telling me. Like I'm, I'm going to make sure I do that every time. Or like, I'm intentional about making you happy, getting you the food you like getting you, you know, something that would brighten your day, something you need. So yeah, that's my advice. Like, don't do not put shit off.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> right, and, I, and I can, I can definitely, as you were saying, I'm like, damn, like You're adding me because I I used to have, and I still (laughs) have my moments sometimes where, like, uh, I always think about other people's perspectives a lot. So when it comes to like myself um, and understanding, like, how I feel that's definitely like moments where I should just voice that Mm -hmm. and we can talk about it process it and grow from it Mm -hmm. and instead that's definitely led to a lot of uh, a lot of arguments in my previous relationships and also in my current relationship right um so it's definitely something and great advice to give is being able to and and that takes a lot of self-worth as well too it does because the fact that you're able to clearly communicate like, what is it that you need or like, what is it about the relationship that was like that you, that made you feel uncomfortable? Like, mm-hmm. these are all things that you have to realize and you only can realize that unless like there's like a self-love there, because it's true. I know I know a lot of people that get into relationships, they don't really like understand themselves at all. Right. So then when situations happen and they're uncomfortable, they don't even know why they feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, and especially a lot of men, too. Um, oh, I yeah. definitely think that's definitely something like a, like a man will just lash out in anger. I've definitely done that a couple times. And then like a great question. Why are you angry? Uh, you're yeah. just like,
1: I don't know. I don't know. I just am. Yeah.
0: And like, that is definitely like a very just, I would say it's a very just like intense and like a scary like moment. Cause you're just like, Whoa, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know who how that was. I, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even know, like who that was, who I am. Like. And it's definitely something that, like you said, like word of advice. It's great. Um, and Kina, I will say overall, I've really enjoyed our conversation.
1: I do um, too. Thank you.
0: Of course. And we're going to wrap up our podcast with a little, just a little fun. Like I have everybody come on. It's the website is the horoscope.co. Um, I Google your sun and moon sign. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a reading. And once I'm done the reading, just tell everybody how, how do you feel about it? And then we'll wrap everything up so for you it says scorpio sun cancer moon and intuitive personality like you said intuition um tenacious and intense these people stand by their feelings
1: absolutely
0: positives I'm not with, gonna sit
1: by <laughs>
0: <laughs> positives with your moon and your sun and moon combination intuitive sensitive and tenacious negatives can be a little harsh can be a little bit vague perfect partner <laughs> Someone who gets along well with their family. Word of advice. Learn to accept other people's views. So as I'm reading this combination, how do you feel? What are some thoughts that come to mind?
1: I, I agree with that. I can be a little vague in the way that I'm just like, um, I want A, but I also you know, but I'll say B and then I'll want B and then I'll be like, <laughs> I'm like a little Yeah, but i do stand by my feelings i think that is a very good quality in me but it has its downfalls of just like okay beating a dead horse now or i'm a little i'm being a little stubborn on this i am very intuitive that's something i will credit to myself i i definitely know before the knowing um i'm very in tune with a lot of emotions very i have a lot of emotional intuition but i am very stubborn and i do have trouble being like okay i see how you think i understand why you feel that way because i'll really look at somebody's viewpoints or something they say and i'm like you sound crazy and i'm very (laughs) quick to say that too i'm quick to tell someone they sound crazy and i'm like that's absolutely deranged what you just said it's not it's deranged it's despicable you know i'm i'll i'll look at up like a thesaurus and find five other synonyms for despicable and let that person know so yeah i think that's pretty spot on um definitely something i'm working on of just kind of being more fluid to other people um for sure
0: (laughs) okay well i will say kina where can everybody follow you on social media if you want people to follow you on social media
1: oh my (laughs) my my instagram is kina the platypus my name is spelled k-y-n-a k-y-n-a the platypus
0: Uh, of course and and i'll put the link in the show description so that way um people can follow you and stuff like that but yeah Keena, i will say i had a great time with you we had a great conversation and stay safe it
1: was very fun thank you